The Senate's Hearings Committee to investigate the Jair Bolsonaro administration's pandemic response is now fully underway. But it started not with a bang, but with a whimper. But even though we haven't seen any bombastic revelations so far, the inquiry's first depositions paint an unflattering picture of a president who has little regard for science and was willing to risk thousands of lives for the sake of keeping his political support intact. Os militares sabem o que é guerra química, bacteriológica e radiológica. Many hope this inquiry will be the silver bullet that leads to Bolsonaro's impeachment or which destroys his reputation beyond repair ahead of the 2022 election, making him a beatable opponent. But will that strategy pay off? Or will Bolsonaro once again display his electoral resilience and come out on top? A definitive answer remains to be seen, but the start of the COVID hearings gives us some hints of what's to come. My name is Gustavo Ribeiro, I'm the editor-in-chief of the Brazilian Report. This is Explaining Brazil. In its first week of actual work, the COVID hearings committee heard the current health minister Marcelo Queiroga and two of his predecessors, Luiz Henrique Mandetta and Nelson Teich. Each deposition lasted for several hours and were filled with evasive answers, not even providing enough entertainment for the most enthusiastic politics junkies. Those who had hoped for drama, holding out for that proverbial smoking gun against the government, were left disappointed. Current Health Minister Queiroga bent over backwards to avoid clashing with his boss, failing to respond yes or no to the simplest of questions. As opiniões do presidente. É uma pergunta objetiva. O senhor pode dizer sim ou não? Senador, é, eu sou. Much to the frustration of senators. Taish and Mandetta alternated between whitewashing their tenures and explaining the sheer extent of Bolsonaro's pandemic skepticism and love for chloroquine, the anti-malarial drug with absolutely no proven efficacy against COVID-19. Felipe Campanti is a Bloomberg Distinguished Associate Professor at Johns Hopkins University. Felipe, welcome back to our podcast. What were your main takeaways from the first week of the COVID hearings? Yeah, I mean, one thing that is really striking, especially for, for those of us who have been following the Trump presidency here uh, in the U.S., is how the modus operandi of this type of sort of populist authoritarian leader like Bolsonaro and Trump kind of really befuddles the the usual sort of operating <laughs> procedures of, uh, sort of around which institutions are built. So I think there is always sort of this expectation that there's going to be some big reveal, right? It's like commission d'inquérito, it's something about like inquiring, it's right, it's something about uncovering stuff, right? Now what happens when you have someone who just does everything in the open, right? So there's like all the craziest things and commits like all sorts of crimes, like just completely in the open, right? That's what we're seeing now, right? So you end up in a situation where you have what would be uh, by all, you know, reasonable estimations, hugely damaging, you know, statements by former uh, ministers of Bolsonaro. But uh, 
that are kind of received with a bit of a shrug, right? It's like kind of a collective shrug, right? It's like, well, you know, like we haven't learned anything new. Like we all knew like all of this, right? So it's this very uh, confusing situation where because the, the, the crimes are committed openly, it's almost like it short circuits the attempts at accountability, right? Because it, it sort of blunts the the impact of which is what kind of we've been trained somehow to to expect, right? And and sort of these uh, institutional arrangements uh, are designed to to look for, right? So when it's all done in the open, uh, it becomes strikingly hard to 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 pin down. The, the the malfeasance right because and and that I think in some sense it, it's like these uh, this new style of of populist leaders they have really found a bug kind of in the uh, uh, in the systems of accountability right which is sort of they they find protection in the openness and the sheer sort of amount of their the sheer scale of their malfeasance right right and to your point about the unfazed reaction to the depositions. Uh, it seems to me that if Congress really wanted to oust Bolsonaro, they would have had the grounds to launch an impeachment process or something similar to it months ago. What we appear to be seeing is a sort of political theater in which actors are trying to keep the heat turned up on the government, but stopping short of boiling point, where an impeachment would be unavoidable or Bolsonaro would lash out with an unpredictable reaction. For both the center-right and the left, there's plenty of motivation to avoid impeachment, instead letting the Bolsonaro government bleed right up until the 2022 election. I think there's a lot of hubris uh, uh, and, and short-sightedness uh, in that assessment, because it, it, it actually brings to my mind the, the, by now, very old days of the Mensalon, right? The, the sort of one of the the first major uh, uh, scandal in the in the Lula administration way back in you know the 2006 uh, or thereabouts, where there was exactly uh, I remember vividly sort of that same attitude by the opposition then. It's like oh leave him there, like let him uh, let's let's just have him bleed, right? Uh, and that's just I think a, a misapprehension of of how the you know Brazilian politics happens, right? I mean I think there's so many. Uh, uh, unforeseen things that can happen. That the idea that you can actually control the the temperature, uh, uh, you know, to follow up on your uh, on your metaphor, right? So I think the idea that you can control this uh, is very is very uh, misguided. Just for the shears or for, for shears or pragmatic reasons, I think it's it's fundamentally misguided. But beyond that, I think it's 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 more damaging than that because it really sort of weakens to the point of complete kind of uh, 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 ineffectiveness, the very idea of accountability, uh, 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 because if you can do and, and commit so many, you know, uh, uh, crimes of responsibility, right? Uh, I don't know what the exact translation would, uh, would be, right? So like the sort of impeachable offenses, perhaps would be the, the, the right way to translate it, right? So if you can commit so many impeachment offenses without triggering uh, any sort of institutional reaction, that really, I think, undermines the whole architecture of accountability, right? It, it sort of brings into ridicule 
any sort of past and future attempts to to sort of hold politicians accountable because uh, uh, you know offenses that we can think of basically pale in comparison to uh, what Bolsonaro will then have been able to get away with. So I think it's fundamentally misguided uh, uh, on all levels, right? On sort of pragmatic levels, on uh, uh, you know, moral levels, if you will, on, on, on institutional levels as well. Uh, uh, and I think uh, uh, that that's very problematic. Now, you may uh, or, 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 or one may uh, retort that, you know, like the, the, the conditions are not put uh, and so on and so forth. But, you know, these are not conditions that are given by nature, right? This, this is not uh, something that is, is sort of like the, 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 the weather, right? It's, it's something that uh, political agents and, and you know, in, in the broad sense, uh, you know, including the media, uh, but also, uh, uh, you know, elected officials and so on and so forth, can do something about, right? So I think it's a, it's a, it's a dereliction of duty to just state, oh, the conditions are not put and, and kind of uh, 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 take a pass uh, uh, on this, right? And I think it's it's more than, or, or beyond that, sort of fundamentally dangerous and misguided just from, from the perspective of, uh, you know, kind of how things work and sort of this idea that, oh, that's, that's how, uh, uh, you know, we'll ensure that Bolsonaro uh, is defeated because, uh, you know, who knows? what the conditions on the ground will be, uh, you know, a year and a half from from now. I mean, if anything, Bolsonaro has proven to have remarkable political and electoral endurance, considering the amount of scandal, crisis and failures during the pandemic. Yeah, that's correct. And I think it's, it's uh, again, uh, getting back to the, to, sort of, to, to the initial point of, of how the, the, the ammo here uh, uh, kind of short circuits uh, 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 the usual operation of uh, you know political actors and institutions uh, by by just you know being completely different from sort of standard uh, 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 procedures, right? It, it's it's you know Bolsonaro again. The comparison with Trump, I think, is is very much illuminating here. Uh, uh, has presided over so many scandals that like under normal conditions would have killed sort of any normal politicians that kind of by itself, this, this sort of adds to their own sort of uh, mythology, uh, not to kind of use a, a, you know, a word that is, you know, Bolsonaro seems to be fond of, uh, 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 of resilience and, and of kind of, uh, uh, um, sort of cunning that I think it's, it's at some level, True, but at the same time, uh, 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 exaggerated. Like people start believing, like, oh, you know, nothing can can bring him down. Whereas I think, in practice, uh, uh, sort of conventional actions uh, 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 don't bring him down, right? Or sort of, you know, sort of the the, the normal. Uh, 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 rules of engagement uh, sort of fail to 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 stop uh, 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 an operator like that, uh, and and I think it's fundamentally born out of a, a, of an approach that is, in essence, shameless. Right? It, it's it's you know I think a lot of the 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 bite of sort of the the the, the accountability mechanisms operates through 
shame, right? It's like the sort of a politician that says like, you know, like I can't go on like this or, or you know, this is too much. I mean, this is, whereas like uh, uh, Bolsonaro has sort of learned that like he, he only moves forward and doubles down on, on his, uh, 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 you know, approach. And turns out that it's it's uh, the, the 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 political uh, uh, establishment has a bit of a hard time kind of uh, uh, operating uh, with someone like that. Uh, so I think that's uh, 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 kind of one of the one of the survival tricks that, uh, uh, or perhaps the key survival trick that I think Bolsonaro has um, in his in his pocket. After the break we'll look into the possible rogue agent in this hearings committee. We'll be right back. You might have seen in the news that one of the US's largest pipelines was forced to shut down after being hit by a ransomware attack. This was a prime example of just how costly cyber attacks can be and how important it is to protect against them. With FastHelp, you can protect your company's virtual space. FastHelp is a Brasilia-based IT company that offers you the best tools against hacking and data breaches. Go to fasthelp.com.br for more information. That's fasthelp.com.br. Felipe, if the COVID hearings committee are going to have any major revelations, one might expect them to come from Eduardo Pazuello, who served as health minister between May 2020 and March 2021. His lack of ability to speak in public has led members of the administration to call him a walking bomb. And for a man as short-tempered as Pazuello, Getting pounded with questions by shrewd senators for hours and hours could end in disaster. And he will have to walk a fine line, trying not to incriminate himself or lie under oath, while also saving Bolsonaro's skin. Well, first thing is, is I think we've learned that it's, you should never underestimate Pazuelo's ability to, or like his incompetence, right? So he, he can always screw up uh, uh, you know uh, no matter how 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 badly you expect him to perform he might actually like uh, uh, you know clear uh, that 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 uh, bar uh, so it could be that like there is uh, like a like a moment uh, that uh, sort of triggers like a bigger reaction but I think the very you know getting back to the, the sort of our initial uh, 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 you know points here, the very expectation that something like that will happen or, or the very uh, uh, um, reliance on there being such a moment in itself, uh, 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 it, it's, it's sort of the opposite of a self-fulfilling <laughs> uh, 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 prophecy, right? It's like, you know, if, if you demand that you'd be surprised, right? But at the same time, again, it was all done in the open, right? It, it's not as if like they were secretly uh, 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 paddling, you know, hydroxychloroquine, right? It, it's like they were they were they were doing that in the open, and they they're still doing it, right? Uh, 
I think it can very well be the case that like he goes there, he embarrasses himself, but maybe, you know, just as embarrassingly as we might have expected. And it's all met with a, with a kind of a shrug again and say, yeah, you know, like he hasn't brought anything new. So in other words, yes, it's entirely possible that like he, you know, that, that something, uh, 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 let's say surprising or, or, or somehow uh, 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 um, kind of a game changer emerges from this. But I think it's just as possible uh, and maybe more so. And again, uh, almost kind of ironically, the very uh, 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 expectation slash demand for something striking, remarkable, like game-changing, silver bullety uh, 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 kind of makes it all sort of end in a whimper, right? And say, yeah, you know, it's as terrible as we all knew it was. And uh, yeah, that's that's how it is. So I think the conundrum remains uh, uh, with Pazuelo as well, right? It's it's like he, he, you know, again, it's possible that something game changing happens, and and I agree that it's the it's the most likely source, you know, just given how uh, 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 profoundly like incompetent he has uh, revealed to be, you know, not the least in in terms of like interactions with. Uh, 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 you know, the press and, and sort of being questioned and so on and so forth. Uh, so that's the most likely candidate. But again, it's a bit of a trap that I think we fall if if that's uh, 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 what we uh, are looking for. And and that's the trap that, that Bolsonaro's approach lays uh, in front of us and in front of uh, institutions. Right. But two things have happened that are quite noteworthy. One is he is about to file a request for a preventive habeas corpus, which is the Brazilian equivalent of pleading the fifth, excusing Pazuello from producing evidence against himself when he talks before the Senate on May 19th. And two, he has sought outside counsel. As a former cabinet member, Pazuello had the right to be defended by the Solicitor General, but fears of being abandoned by the government have made him lawyer up. Well, I, I mean, I think he could very well turn against uh, Bolsonaro, uh, uh, and I think he is himself in 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 some uh, uh, significant jeopardy here, uh, legal jeopardy. But again, uh, 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 and maybe I'm I'm too uh, uh, jaded, perhaps, uh, by the sort of the Trump uh, analogy. But I do see this as sort of playing out uh, in in similar ways. So think about Michael Cohen, right? Who is uh, you know like former. Uh, lawyer, cum, uh, uh, you know, operator for Trump, and who like eventually ended up in, in enough sort of legal trouble uh, that he ended up turning on Trump. And I would say the the sort of the political impact of that was just not that much, right? If you if you think about it. So again, I'm not saying that it's impossible, but I could very well see like Pazuelo getting in serious trouble, uh, turning on Bolsonaro uh, 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 as a result, but still they're not being necessarily uh, political, sort of enough political fallout on Bolsonaro, right? Because that, you know, relies on uh, uh, sort of the ability or and the willingness of, of political actors to, to kind of turn, so to create that political trouble, right? 
So, uh, uh, so I think it's two separate things in some sense, right? It's, it could very well be that Pazuelo you know, gets himself into serious trouble. He turns on Bolsonaro. But then you could very well see Bolsonaro say like, yeah, you know, like, yeah, like, I think chloroquine is great, right? And, you know, like, it, putting the blame on someone else, or including Pazuelo and so on. And, and you know, if the, 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 the sort of political establishment remains on saying like, yeah, you know, this, you know, there's no uh, 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 climate for impeachment or whatever, uh, things kind of stay the same. So again, I don't think it's impossible that this turns into like a like a more dramatic uh, sort of takes a more dramatic turn, but it's by no means given. Even if Pazuelo, you know, turns on Bolsonaro, right, and, and kind of uh, does something of that sort, because I think it's it's uh, uh, to think that there will be like a, a kind of again the proverbial silver bullet uh is i think a bit uh, uh uh you know i'm not sure if naive is the right word but but like it's 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 not obvious that we should be expecting anything of that sort again given the way bolsonaro operates right it's it's like there's no mystery as to like his conduct uh, during the, the the pandemic so why should we expect that there's going to be some revelation that turns everything uh, uh you know and 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 changes the game that's, that's, I think, fundamentally the point. Felipe, thank you very much. Felipe Campanti is a Bloomberg Distinguished Associate Professor at Johns Hopkins University. We will continue following the COVID hearings and everything else happening in Brazilian politics and economics. You can follow our coverage on Brazilian.report. If you like explaining Brazil, please rate us with five stars. That will help more people find out about this show. Or you can sign up to The Brazilian Report, the journalistic engine behind this podcast. We offer a seven-day free trial, no strings attached, which gives you access to the site for a week without the need to insert any credit card details whatsoever. I'm Gustavo Ribeiro. Thanks for listening. See you next week. <laughs>